Hey, Sarah, I'm in the middle of my launch. What else can I do to keep the momentum up throughout the week? I grabbed that question from the group and invited Betsy to come work on her launch plan on this episode. Come listen. Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams. Welcome back to the podcast. And today I have a special treat because I'm not only talking to a Launcher Box member, but we're talking through, I think, some of those pain points that a lot of subscription box owners have when they're in the middle of launching. Sarah, I'm doing the things, but what else should I be doing? So, Betsy Goodman with B Goods Lettering, welcome to the podcast today. Why don't you just say hi and tell everybody a little bit about your business? Hi, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I just barely launched my subscription box. Um, I've had a business for a couple years and I mostly do stationery and I have a wax seal shop. And then I also teach lettering in local workshops and online. Um, and so the subscription box is kind of a new piece that I'm adding to my business now. So let's talk a little bit about that. So you've had Be Goods lettering for a few years now. Why did you decide that you wanted a subscription box? Yeah, well, I... Last year in 2020, I was finishing teaching an online course. And normally when you learn lettering, you just have to practice. So you get practice sheets and you're just drawing and practicing. And I was like, it'd be so much more fun to learn lettering if you got to make a real thing that you got to use. So if you could like give it to someone or put it up in your house, but something you could actually use instead of just practicing. And so I was like, I'm going to make something. And I was like, I think a box might be the best way to deliver it. And so I planned a Valentine's box was the first one I did. And it wasn't a subscription. It was just a one-time box, but that's kind of how I got into doing boxes was that very first Valentine's box. And so tell me what's in your subscription box. What kind of things can you, can your subscribers, what do they get? Yeah. So it's, um, they'll get a lettering workbook. So it's seasonal. So every like quarter about, they'll get a new lettering style in a workbook and they get um, different writing things. So they'll get pens or markers or gel pens, things like that. Um, The workbook, the tracing paper, and then it's combined with like a project. So for this fall box, the project is stationary. So there's three cards um, that are blank that have a cute envelope. And so they'll do the drawing and the lettering on the cards and the envelopes. And then it also comes with wax seal supplies. So they'll get a wax stamp and the wax and the add-ons, like you can add flowers and the wax and things. And so it's basically lettering stationary and wax seals all in one box. So when you, when you describe your ideal customer, who is that person? It's, someone who wants to learn lettering or improve their lettering. Maybe they've already started learning. And then someone who just loves being creative and needs some time for themselves. And so I'm a mom of young kids. And so I love lettering because it's my me time. And so I targeted a lot to other moms who are like, maybe need a break and some time for themselves. And so it's a way to have some you time, but also be creative. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to get into the gist of today's podcast, but because yesterday when I was inside our launcher box membership, I I take some time almost every day to answer questions. And I saw Betsy's question and this is it. She did a post and it said something like this. I launched my box on Tuesday. 
and I have 10 subscribers so far. I'd love advice on how to keep momentum going over the next weeks. I have daily social posts, emails, and a live planned. And I thought, oh, I have so many things that I want to share with you and let's put it in a podcast. So first I want to point out that you have so many things that you've been doing right. Like we talk about the wait list all the time. You've created your, your wait list. You ran a giveaway. How did that giveaway go? It went pretty good. I did it like the week before I launched because the timing wise, I didn't have time to space it out more. Um, but I did have, I've had like two people from that giveaway list that have subscribed. Um, and so, but the main thing I wanted to do was get people on the wait list. And so I did bump up my wait list by like 15 people. And so that was kind of the goal of the giveaway for me. So tell me about your wait list. Tell me about the process. You announced that you were having a box coming. You set up the wait list. How have you been driving traffic to the wait list pre-launch? Yeah. So mostly I've been doing it on Instagram. So I, every week I would have Thursdays was my box post. So I would post about my box and do a little sneak peek image. So you couldn't really see what it was totally, but that it was cute. And I would just talk about the box and say, if you're interested, head to the wait list. And that was the link in my bio on Instagram. And then anytime I was working on my box, I take some pictures and put it on my stories. I did a lot of polls asking about pricing and about what's included and how often people would want it. So that helped me kind of actually plan the box. So it was mostly just through Instagram that was driving. And I also, sorry. And the other thing I did too, was I added, or um, with my regular email list, I have about Mm -hmm. 300 people. I also emailed them each week and was like, Hey, I'm doing this box. If you want to learn more, subscribe. So I had a few people come over from that from your list. regular list to your wait list. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So I went down this rabbit hole, Betsy. I, when I saw your post, I said, okay, let me see what she's doing. Let me, let me take a look at it. And here's, here's tip number one. Tip number one is to be visible. I had to be a private investigator to find you. And what I, what I'm saying, and, and I see this so much in our group and just in general is that, um, I clicked on your Facebook profile because that's who you're posting as in the group. And, um, I couldn't find your business. I couldn't find your business because it's not in your work info. And I went back like a month and I didn't see any posts about your business. And so I thought, huh, does she not, does she not want anybody to find her? Does she not think that her friends or that maybe she has a friend of a friend that loves lettering? Um, so here's tip number one, be visible. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to make it easy for people to find you. So you definitely want to link your business in your personal profile. So that's number one. Also, you want to share what's happening in your business on your page. Occasionally, you don't want to do that every day. That's not why people follow you. That's not why you're friends with people on Facebook, but this is a new thing. You're getting it out there. There is likely someone that you're friends with that wants to subscribe. There is likely someone that you're friends with that has a friend that loves to letter and would love to subscribe. So let people help you by sharing it on your personal page. Um, and in your IG bio, like, okay. So then I went down this rabbit hole, couldn't find you. So here's my private investigating skills on the photo that you had posted inside our membership. 
there was um, something in the photo that had your website link on it. I, I don't know if it was a card or something. So I went there and then I found you and then I found you on Instagram and then I found you on Facebook, but I had to dig, like I had to work to find you. Don't make people, don't make it so hard for people, but I realized that you have a very, uh, you have a larger Instagram presence than you do Facebook presence. And anytime like the tables are, are flipped like that, you got to focus on what is working. So Instagram is working for you. So I went to your Instagram page and I started to kind of dig in to see what you had been doing, but make sure on, I didn't find your personal Instagram because I wasn't digging that much, but make sure you have on your personal Instagram that you're an owner of this business. So make sure you're putting that in your IG bio, your Facebook bio, and that you are sharing something about your business occasionally on your personal page. Okay. And then number two, and this was easy for me because it was very telling in your post in Launcher Box. She said, and a live planned. So you're telling me, see, I got social media posts, I got emails and a live, a live. So that means one live. We've got to ramp up how much we're going live. And I could see it on your Instagram and she's laughing. You guys can't see her face right now, but she's laughing. Tell me what the fears are around going live. Well, I did do one live last week and that was like one of my very first I've ever done in my business. And it just feels weird because no one, I had like two people that joined and stayed, but I feel like I'm not talking to anyone and I'm just like, I feel so nervous and I don't know why. Cause I do stories all the time and sh I show my face and talk to people on stories, but I don't know why live is just different for me. So I was just feel nervous about it. <laughs> and I think most people do. So I don't want you to feel alone in that feeling and stories is different because you know, when no one's there when you're recording it. Right. So like yeah. you're recording it for no one. So now you're live and you're like the curtains opened and no one's in the audience. Right. And so you're like, Oh gosh, what do, what do I do here? And I think you just have to continue the conversation as if you were recording a story. Um, and without expecting someone to be there. And the other part of that is if you have friends, love and support you, um, tell them that you're going live and ask them to come. So that will instantly help you relax. I did it a lot when I first started going live because you're right. Nobody is there when you first start doing it. But what happens is they start to come. When you get into the habit of going live, people that are not your friends start to show up and they, and they're interested. So if you have a few people that you can say, I'm going live, can you jump on? Can you just interact with me or ask me these questions? And I would say, can you ask me about the earrings I'm wearing? Can you ask me about the shirt I have on? And because that would help me sell something without selling something, right? And so it helped me talk about something without feeling salesy. So I would encourage you to do that. But also don't feel like you have to have an audience there to go live because you will have so many more views after your live is done. So especially on IG, make sure you're saving that into your IGTV so that it lives on forever and it doesn't go away in 24 hours, but treat them just like stories until you start building the people that are coming, building that audience. Um, and then you're like, well, Sarah, what am I going to go live about? Right. Is that, is that the next thing? I think you yeah. got to tell your, you got to tell your story. I found your story in a couple story. posts. Uh-huh. You got to tell your story. Like, why did you start this business? You just told me on the podcast, why did you start your business? What does lettering do for you? And I also think you need to tell other people's stories. So 
people that have purchased your one-off boxes, your Valentine's box or your spring box, mm-hmm. do you have stories? You know, this helped me learn lettering. This helped me relax. This was a stress reliever. Tell other people's stories so that people can know your why and they'll know other, they can relate. If they can't relate to you, Betsy, they're going to relate to someone else that has bought your box, whether that's a one-time or a subscription, start telling the stories of what this box means to people, including what it means to you, because that's powerful. How do you feel about that? I feel like you're very nervous right now. (laughs) I feel good about that. I telling the why seems that one doesn't seem as nerve wracking to me. I don't know why that seems like it'll be easy because I talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wondering though, how, so my launch is about two weeks. Like how often would you say you should go live in like a two week launch period? If if you're doing a two week launch, you're going to have to space that out. I typically do a shorter launch, like a four to five day launch. And I go live every day. So if you took four or five lives and you spread that out into your launch period, I always like to go live on open, on open cart day. So when I launch, I'm excited. I'm big. It's a big deal. We're talking about it. Sprinkle some lives in between there. So you don't lose momentum and make sure you go live on the last day. This is it. Final call. The cart is closing. Like make sure everyone's aware of it, but in between that's when you can do those storytelling is on those, those days in between open cart and closed cart. You can really tell some stories and share some information. The other thing I had, I thought about for lives for you were, um, looking at your, looking at your Instagram, I'm a creative person, but I felt very intimidated by your lettering. It's very beautiful. It almost seems too perfect. So if I'm wanting to subscribe to your box, how do I know I can do it? And I think I think we need to figure out how we can make sure that they know that they can do this. What are their fears? And that could be some polls. That could be some questions that you ask during a live or even just posts. Like what prevents you from calligraphy, faux calligraphy, lettering, whatever you call it, what prevents you from doing that? And just start learning about what the barrier is for me being able to do that, seeing your lettering style, I think, oh, there's no way I can do that. So how can you show me that I can do this? It's all, it is a matter of practice, right? Like it's a learned skill. And so how can you help me know that I I'm here at the right place? I need the box and I'm going to be able to letter like you. So I think you could dig, dig down into that as well. Um, Something that my friend, um, I have a friend, Casey Hope. Uh, She's a good friend of mine. She has whatever letter. And during her launches, she loves to letter people's names that have joined. And I thought this would be a really great live you could do, or you could do a couple different like reels or stories with it, but you could just be talking about we're we're launching. We're so excited about this box. Here's what's going to come in it. We've had, you know, 10 new members and and just start lettering their names uh, in your beautiful handwriting and talk about, you know, Rachel's joined. I'm so excited to have Rachel and, and then letter people love to see their names. They love it. And so if you can create kind of this inclusiveness with your members, you're going to create FOMO. Like, 
I want her to letter my name. I got to join. I want her to do that. And, and just thanking people for joining and creating that connection. Even if you don't, even if you don't know them, you're writing their name down, that becomes personal. And so if you can put those personal touches into your launch, it's going to be, it's going to be really awesome. I had one of my most successful launches, um, earlier this year. And what I did was, um, I had these little boxes. They were like six by six boxes. And I wrote launcher box members names on them. And I stacked them on this wall behind me. And every time we added new members, we would put a new stack on the wall. And then I would show a little video of that stack and people would find their names and they would get so excited. And they were like, Oh, there's my name. I'm so excited. That's going to build excitement in your launch. Other people being excited that they're there. So letter their names. Um, another tip that I had was, do you have like a sign up bonus. We talk about it inside the membership called the early bird bonus. Do you have any kind of bonus? I didn't do that. This I did the training on it, but I haven't done that yet. There's still time. We could still do that. So I'm wondering if you could create something and it doesn't have to be a physical product. It could be It could be an extra product that you could put in the box. It could be a digital download. It could be a private class, like a get started with your lettering workshop for an hour with you on on Zoom. It could be something that you don't have to put a ton of, you know, you don't have to go buy a bunch of stuff for, but I think you still have time to do this. We typically do this on our first day of our launches because it gets people to sign up right away. Sometimes people need a reason to buy. And they're thinking, oh, I can't, I'll do that next week. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And then they forget to come back. But if there's a deadline on something that they're going to get something extra, if they do it by this date, we're giving them a reason to purchase. Is there something that you could, you could offer? And we could say anyone that signed up before X number of dates. So today is Monday. Could we have it? If you sign up before Friday, you get this. So then the 10, the 10 people that have already signed up, we're going to get it too. And now everyone that signs up this week um, or the next 48 hours or the next 72 hours or something like that. So there's some urgency. There's some reason to buy. What are you thinking? Oh, well, one of the things I thought of doing was like more um, of the sealing wax yes. so that they can then make more stamps and do, I have like custom boxes um, that they're not getting in the box. Cause it's like five sticks of wax, but it would look really nice. I think of like, Oh, wow. I get this whole thing. Or I liked your idea of doing like an extra training somehow of mm-hmm. whether it's like a private zoom call for only those people or, but some extra training with lettering, I think could be really cool too. Yeah. I think you could do like, and I think that would also help them when we talk about like I'm afraid I can't do it. What if I get this box Mm -hmm. and I can't, if you sign up before Friday, I'll take you through the lettering basics with me and we'll walk through the letters and the upstrokes and the downstrokes and all the things that you do with that. Um, That could be something that reassures them that they Mm -hmm. can do it. And that takes that barrier, that fear away that I'm going to get this box and I can't do the things. Right. Yeah. So that might be really fun. It'd be really easy to do too. It wouldn't cost you anything. And yeah. I do like the wax bundling though. That's a really good idea. There's really three things when I think about launching that we have to touch on. One is the urgency. So having a longer launch is hard. 
because there's not as much urgency, but we've already set that. We're already in the middle of that. I don't want you to change that. Um, so let's add in that bonus so that we give them some urgency. Okay. Scarcity. Um, how many do you have? Is it limited? Is it always going to be available? Like creating this sense of scarcity that this is going away um, is important to get people to buy and then exclusivity. So are there items in your box that are only exclusive to the box? Um, yeah, the workbook, like the lettering that we're actually going to be learning and like the designs that go on the cards and the envelopes are only for the box. So I'm not doing workshops or anything. No one can learn that unless they get the box. Okay. So I was going to ask you about that. I think that if we focus on those three things for the launch, we've talked about the lives, we've talked about creating some urgency and stuff like that. And I think you can do that really, really well and speak to the pain points of why people don't letter. That's going to speak to a lot of people. But when we're done with the launch and we think about what we have to do in between for the next launch, I had some ideas for you as well, because a launch is not just about what we do when we have the buy now button ready, but it's about what we do before the launch. Um, and so here's some thoughts that I have for you to work on in between now, when you get done with your launch to the next launch, you talked about that workbook being exclusive. I had thoughts of you selling that as a digital workbook, um, ongoing, it was a digital ebook. Um, and it was, they got the physical version inside their box, but you selling that digitally in between, in between opens. And it doesn't have to be like the latest one. Cause I know you do different lettering styles with each of your boxes. So it could be a past one or something like that. But I think that it could be a really great tool to bring people into your world that are wanting to letter that don't feel like they know enough to buy your box yet. Like, I don't know enough to have these supplies yet. If you sold this workbook as an extra thing, one, you could, it's called an SLO, a self-liquidating offer. So anytime that we can create an ad with a product and our ad cover, our ad expenses are covered by the price of that workbook, it's self-liquidating and you can push that out into cold audiences and you get in front of new people all the time. But I also see you taking that workbook and maybe one page a week going live on your page and working through one of those pages. And then every time you're live, you're like, you can grab this workbook for $10 or $20 or whatever you want to put on it in my shop. And you're getting people into the habit of working through that workbook and learning lettering. Then they're going to be ready for more. They're going to want the things um, and they're going to feel more confident in their lettering ability to buy, you know, the box. So that's just an idea that I had about how you could turn that workshop, that workbook you already have made into mm -hmm. an offer, generate revenue from it, and also have generate money for ad spend to get in front of cold audiences. So that was one. My other thought was, is called expansion revenue. So when we're subscription box owners, anything that we can generate as far as revenue from our existing subscribers is called expansion revenue. 
you're already in my world as a subscriber. How can I sell you more things? Um, and then that's called expansion revenue. So in my mind, if I get this subscription box and I think this one, you have some gold wax in it and it's really pretty. I want more gold wax. And then I go to your website and there's no wax available. And then I'm like, oh, what if I want a different, you've, you've taught me how to do the, the stamp. I want to buy more stamps. Do you have stuff like that coming? Is that something you can make yeah. available? Yeah, I do. That all came with, I ordered enough for my website and the boxes. Okay. So I have like 20 plus different colors of wax and like 20 plus different designs of stamps, but I just haven't photographed it and got it on my set yeah. yet. No, but, I love that. And I felt like you, you had that idea because I could see the categories were there. There's just nothing in the shop yet, but yeah. focusing on the expansion revenue could bring you just as many sales as new subscribers can. So what are you teasing them with in the box? Like, what are they getting in the box that they're going to use and want more of? Because that's mm -hmm. what's called expansion revenue. Uh, it's even like if you sold razors and then in your website, you sold shaving cream, like that's expansion revenue. So what could go with what you provide? Um, and how could they get more of that? Because also sometimes I may not under, I may not know like you and trust you enough to, to, um, give you my money every single month, but I might buy, want to buy one product from you first. And if I have a good experience, I'm going to come back and subscribe. So I may want to get a stamp and a wax. And then I love it. I love the customer service. I love the experience that I've had with you. And so now I'm going to come back and get your subscription box. So it's also one of those things that will help you build your audience just from one-off sales too. Um, and then the last thing that I really had was just, how can you show up every week front facing. I know you said you would like to have a group to expand on and, and do lettering with your subscribers, but I challenge you to do that front facing. I challenge you to do that front facing because when we do everything we're good at behind closed doors, we can't attract new people. So if you were going to use that workbook that's in the box that maybe you could sell too, you're showing them the wax that you're using, the tools that you're using, all that stuff could be in the box. You're just wanting them to have the box that much more that you're creating all this FOMO that you're working on supplies from the box. Well, how do I get that stuff? Oh, it was in the September box. How do I get that? Oh, that was in the October box. You're just using the stuff from the boxes, showing them how to use it. Um, and you're going to instantly create that FOMO of they want to be subscribers. Now, if you do that behind closed doors, behind a private Facebook group, you're going to miss out on the people seeing who you are, getting to know you and getting to know your skill and your ability that you have with lettering and how you can help other people learn that too. How do I make it feel exclusive then in the Facebook group for the subscribers while I'm still sharing either the same or very similar information to the rest of my audience? So you could either do one project exclusively for your box members and then front facing you do something else, maybe with some of the elements from that box, but not the whole box. So you mm -hmm. could do that. So okay. you could, you know, you could show a lot of times I do this myself. I'm, you know, 
I'll wear a cardigan with a new t-shirt that I have. And I'll do a live talking about this new t-shirt. And they're like, oh, where can I get that cardigan? I'm like, oh, you can't. Only our subscribers got it. You know, it was in the, it was in the May box or whatever. And they're like, dang, I need to be a subscriber. So that's how you kind of do things front facing is, oh, look at this exclusive stamp. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, only my subscribers got that or something <laughs> like that. So bring those yeah. elements out so other people can see all the goodness that's in your box. Um, or maybe it's the pens that you use that were in the box or whatever those things are, um, show them just how to use them in a different way. So that cardigan was with something else in the May box, but now I paired it with something new and I'm showing them how to use it again because we want them to consume our stuff, right? So you're, mm. you're doing a benefit to your subscribers. You're showing them how to use something again in a different way. And then you're also creating, um, you know, FOMO for the people that don't have the subscription box. They're like, oh, they got that. I want that too. And then they're going to want to subscribe more. But we tend to just, I want to create, all this stuff for my paying members. But if we don't ever give anything free on the outside, mm -hmm. people don't know that they want to be a paying member. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and people think you're going to give away everything. Well, how do I, how do I do it free when I, my members are paying for this? Just do it a little bit quicker. Uh, not as many steps. Don't let them in all the insight, save mm -hmm. that for your members, but definitely do it because they're going to be interested in that. Okay. And don't worry, idea. don't worry about being too polished. Your Instagram okay. is beautiful. It's beautiful. And I can tell you spend a lot of time on your photography and all the things, but there is one reel that you have where you're literally making a wax stamp and you're just squirting stuff on there, stamping it out. And it has 11,000 views because it's not a pretty polished thing. It's real. And I want you to be real a little bit more and don't think it has to be super perfect and polished. You have to have the perfect setup on your desk to film, show your face a little bit more, just do it in the moment. And, um, when you're live, think of it as you're just recording. And so that you don't get tripped up that nobody's there talking to you. And you know what? We have a whole bunch of members inside laundry box that would come and um, watch you live if you needed it. So those are, those are some of my tips for you. Tell me what questions you have, and then let's talk about what you can do over the next several days. Um, I don't know what questions I have. I feel like this has been super awesome. I've been taking all these notes, so I remember everything. Um, so today is Monday in your launch. Yeah. What's planned today for the launch? So today I had a reel that I posted this morning already. Um, and then before this call, I was only on planning doing one live, <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, so maybe I should go live this afternoon to talk yep. about the why. Yep. And then I could try to do, I wanted to do the other live this week. I was going to make some wax seals. Okay. So that okay. could be one to show them like how to use it. And then the last day, so Friday, then I could do one. So I, maybe I could do three lives this week, I think. Yeah. Um, and I also think today when you're talking about your why, can you introduce them to your bonus? Yeah, that's a good idea. So figure out what you want, what that looks like for you and yeah. make a plan for that. And then choose a cutoff date for that bonus. And you can say, and all these amazing people that have already signed up, you're already, you're going to get it automatically. You have mm -hmm. until 
whatever day um, that you choose, but give them some urgency. Don't let them have too much time. Yeah. And then what I want you to do after you do that live, whether you do that tonight or tomorrow morning, I want you to send an email one. Hey, did you see my live on Instagram today? We Mm -hmm. talked about this, um, bonus for all new members through Wednesday or whatever that date is. So I want you to talk about your IG, send them back to go watch your live, but also let them know that you have this new bonus that everyone's going to get if they join by whatever date and make sure you have a call to action on that email that says join now so they can go get signed up. So if you don't get to all of that today, because I put a lot on you already, (laughs) um, make sure that email goes out first thing in the morning. It said, Hey, did you see my live yesterday? And then, and then you can have that call to action. Then Tuesday, we have some posts, maybe post. Yeah. Tuesday, I think is just, I'm trying to remember Tuesday is just a regular post. Oh, it's my FAQ post. So I answered like 10 questions, most commonly asked questions in the post. Okay. I would also add to Tuesday add a post about your bonus. They may not check your live. They may not check their email. So tell them in a post too. I think the thing that gets us tripped up sometimes is that we think people see everything and they really see nothing. So we don't, we don't want to keep telling them, but we have to keep telling them because they don't see it. So we got to make sure they're fully aware because the last thing we want is you close cart and they're like, I didn't even know there was a bonus, put it everywhere, put it in the stories, put it in the post, put it in a live, put it in an email. So make sure you, they know about the bonus and that there is a deadline. Okay. And then, um, making your wax seals. I think that's awesome because I just love watching that when I was looking at your Instagram, because not a lot of people do that. And so it's kind of fascinating. It's different. It's unique. It's fun. It's easy. Um, and I watching you, I totally feel like I could make wax seals. I've never done that before, but it seems not too complicated. And that makes me want to have your subscription box too, knowing that I could do that. Um, I think doing some of those lettering, either reels or um, stories, or even a live lettering people's names as they mm-hmm. joined and just welcoming, you know what, Rachel, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I hope you love your box. You know, just kind of calling them by name and welcoming them to the, the club is going to be awesome. So you could do that um, maybe Thursday. If you close cart Friday, that'll be mm-hmm. something you could add to your Thursday plate. And then on Friday, we got to go live. We got to post, we got to do stories. We got to send an email. Like we got to be everywhere Friday. If you're closing cart Friday. Okay. Like they're going to be sick of you. You got to be everywhere. So they don't, they don't go through the day without seeing Betsy on their screen somewhere. And you can kind of, you can pre, you can pre do all of those with the live. Yeah. Yeah. I have the emails already. I had three emails set up for the last day. Okay. Um, and the emails for every other day, but I'll add some new ones since we're going to do the bonus now. So okay. I need to add that in. Um, okay. And then the lives. The lives. Thing. And here's the thing, no matter what you end up with on Friday, know that you've got kind of a game plan for in between, right? We got to mm-hmm. build that audience and we got to make sure that 
we set up the next launch to be even better and you're going to keep growing. And it's hard to do all these things at first and don't, don't feel bad about any of it. We don't realize these things until we're in the middle of it and we can't do all of these things at once. So as we do a launch, we layer in another element and then we do another launch and then we layer in something else and we just keep getting better and better as we grow and our businesses start to grow. So I think you're going to have a successful launch. Do you have a goal? Yeah, my, well, my base, I made three goals. My base goal was eight. And so okay. I've already succeeded that I'm at okay. 12 today. And then then my next goal is 20. Okay. And then my like reaching for the stars goal is 40. So that's like way in the stars. I'm going to be really happy if I could get to 20. But I think you're going to get to 20 because all these activities, you, you should be able to get to 20. No problem. So let's crush past 20 and see where we land. Okay. 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 You keep me posted, um, in the group and we'll have to share an update on a later podcast. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Betsy, if, um, they are listening and they want to learn lettering, they want to learn about all the cute little wax seals that you have, where can they find you on Instagram? I'm at bgoods.lettering and my website is bgoodslettering.com. Awesome. And what piece of advice would you give anyone that's listening? And maybe they are in their head. They want to start their subscription box, but they just haven't done it yet. What advice would you give them? Just to start. So just do one thing today that works towards getting the box. Cause I mean, I've been doing this since December of 2020, I've been thinking about it and working towards it. And so just one day at a time, do one small thing. If you're having a time, a hard time getting started. Yeah. Just get going. We learn, we learn as we go, right? Mm -hmm. It's a constant, it's a constant journey. So awesome. Betsy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today and everyone else. I will see you guys next week. If the idea of creating a subscription box is swirling around in your head, I encourage you to head over to launchyourboxwithsarah.com, get on our wait list and grab some of our free downloads to help you get started. That's launchyourboxwithsarah.com.